just lost. It's wrestling. Can you believe it? King Bad God. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestle Lost. And for those of you watching it, it's a hell of a match, but we'll probably talk about that as well right now on Collisions. <laughs> but to get it going, here's Johnny. Well, uh, yesterday we had, or actually today, uh, was the first day of the G1 Climax Tournament 33 in Japan, New Japan. Uh, we've already had an upset. We had uh, Tai Chi defeated Will Ospreay in about less than three minutes left for the uh, 20 minute time limit, which they kept mentioning during the match. And you could tell that Osprey is still showing effects from his match with Kenny Omega. He was having some balance issues. Hmm. Yeah. You so threw me was- off for a little bit right there when he said. In in about three minutes, I'm like, wait a minute, what? Oh, but then you continued on with your sentence. Yeah, because see, in years past, they've had a 30 minute time limit. This year, it's 20 minute time limit, and the the goal of that is to make the action more of a quick pace, which we've also already seen our first time limit draw between Ren Narita and Shota Umino. What? Uh, Okada defeated the great Okan to get his first win. Yoshihashi defeated Kenta, which that was Kenta's for uh, Kenta's continuing on his downward slide after losing the, the, the strong never open weight title to Eddie Kingston. Um, also, despite being attacked before the match by Gabriel Kidd. Uh, Chase Owens got the win there. So today was uh, the first uh, matches of Block A and B. Tomorrow's first matches of Block C and D. Now, you can actually watch night two, or I guess day two. Uh, it actually starts at around, it'll come on at 1 a.m. Eastern, so midnight from where we're at. You can actually watch it for free on njpwworld.com. And and you can you can also see uh, last night's event as well for free. Definitely check that shit out, man. If, yeah. I, I wish I wasn't returning to work on Monday so I could stay up <laughs> and watch it. <laughs> well, since it comes on at midnight tonight, I, I I may be able to catch a little bit of a little bit of tonight. Yeah, and then finish the rest in the morning. <clears throat> uh, this week, AEW uh, uh, they uh, lost uh, another uh, wrestler who had his contract expire after uh, after Feigl's SO a few weeks ago. Brian Pillman Jr. is no longer with the company. 
and within within a couple of days of that announcement, he was spotted at the performance center. So WWE is taking a look at him. I don't know how I feel about that. He here's here's what I'm gonna say about it. I don't know how I feel about it either, but the one thing I do know is the last thing you need to do is take a look at him. Like, you know he's good. Yeah. <laughs> so you're either going to use him or not. It's simple. He, he doesn't need, like, a tryout. Well, he actually if it hasn't officially signed with him yet. He, he, he just got an, an, an invite to, to go take a look around and, to, you know, get to know people. Okay. Yeah. So to me, that sounds more like a formality. Like, uh, we're going to ease you in type of thing. Yeah. But, but who knows? Well, I, ever since since he was... Uh, his contract expired, he, uh, WWE were interested in him. <laughs> and Bull Club Gold just got the first fall. <laughs> Intern's having a heart attack. He thought that he forgot it was a one fall match. <laughs> oh, it's no, it's two out of three faults. Yeah, he goes, Oh, it's two out of three faults. Thank God. <laughs> and it's 16 minutes, so I can see this match going a good 30. Yeah, I'll say 30 is a good time. Yeah, it's already been on 30 nearly. 30 more. Oh, almost 25. <laughs> 26 by my time. Yes. It's 726. Yes. Uh, we had a, 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 a loss this week of, of a wrestler. Uh, uh, his name was Mike. I can't remember. Think of his last name now, but he played. Uh, he was Mantar in WWE with in the mid-90s. He, he passed away at the age of 53, I believe. It was either 53 or 55, somewhere around that area. Yeah. And and it's funny that, and I, I know I sent Freddie this, after he had passed away is when, when, when I came across his TikTok. Yeah. It, it, again, another thing that threw me off this Mike Halleck, that was his name. Yeah. Another thing that threw me off this weekend, because I woke up, doing my normal thing of checking TikTok for hours on end. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. By that point, by when, by the time you sent it to me, I had already known that he yes. passed away. So I was like, hmm, this makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> It, it's it's never it's never fun to hear that we've lost another one. And yeah, when I heard when I heard another superstar, another WWE star passes away at fifty something, I'm like oh, who now? And another one that even though they weren't around, gone still relatively young. Like, yeah. Still had a lot more life to live, so yeah. Nah, that just sucks, man. 
and you got and and you Mantor, you know, badass fucking name. I've always loved the name Mantor. <laughs> yeah, it, it it wasn't fun to hear that one either. So, uh, condolences to his family and friends. And even though WWE had brought him back. <laughs> They brought back Eric Young back in November. He was never used. Apparently, he's already out the door again. Uh, I, I've heard that he's. They spotted him on a plane to Detroit, which is where Impact Slam Mercer is going to be. And uh, apparently, even even though he was killed off <laughs> in the promotion, he's he's going to be involved in in a in a tag match. Against Bully Ray and and the person that quote killed him. So yeah, Eric Young is gone once again from WWE. He's back from the dead. Yeah, <laughs> resurrected. It's the second. Yeah. <laughs> How many wrestlers have actually been resurrected in WWE? Well, I know, I know I know Vince has come back like like three or four times. Yeah, after his limo blew up three or four times, uh-huh. <laughs> or, they, or they dropped a big pile on on the bus or something. When, when the stage fell on him. Yeah, well, Vince <laughs> has come back three or four times. So why can't Eric Young come on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I just don't know why WWE would re-sign someone if they're not going to use him. And then just never. Uh, the the thing I heard a lot when WWE re-signed Eric Young was obviously you bring back sanity. A, a lot of people had all these different ideas of things you could do with Eric Young because he has a legit fan base that will follow him wherever he goes. And they just people for people that were so excited, they just never did anything with them, and that's something I won't understand. <clears throat> okay, now I think we should hit our our big uh, uh, discussion because this week AEW actually laid out um, <laughs> laid out rules. <laughs> For their wrestlers, as far as matches go, and Freddie, I don't know if you've seen this or you had the, the whole list with you, uh, but there's certain certain moves that have been banned from AEW, such as buckle bombs or uh, backward moves towards the turnbuckle, uh, any kind of like. Tombstones from the or, or, or pile drivers from from the turnbuckle. I, I did hear that a certain certain set of moves were banned, but not. Not everything that has been listed has been banned. Not not to the point that many people are making it seem. 
that this is going to water down AEW. Right, because they also came out with a list of a bunch of a bunch of stuff that they they can still do. They just got to get permission from the from the coaches and the ref, referees before they do them. Like certain like spots from like when when Sting decides to jump off the stage or <laughs> or any ladder spots or, or chair spots. Uh, no more chair shots, unprotected chair shots to the head. I mean, that's, that's a given, but yeah, like, yeah, and other like top, even top rope spots like moonsaults and four eight four three sixties and four eighties and, and shooting star presses have to give permission. Yeah, but th- there's there's been worse things. That we have seen in AEW, so all all of these that are that are being said that you have to run by Tony Khan for them to get pre-approved before you want to use them in a match. It, it's 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 a formality. Yeah, it's it's just so it just so the match and the spot is a little bit more planned out, more safe in the end, but. AEW is still gonna is still gonna make it look as badass as they've ever have. Yeah. So and, and there's other also other spots like no more interactions with the crowd. You can't you can't spit in the crowd or throw bloody objects in the crowd. Man take anyone's drinks, MJF. <laughs> I mean he wouldn't do that right now because we all know why. Yeah, we'll talk so about no that. more of a hangman stealing somebody's bear. Nope, can't do that anymore unless unless it's a planned spot. If if you know somebody out in, in the crowd has been told ahead of time, the, what they could do is go before hangman's about to come have his segment and just be like. Okay, who's willing to have their beer drink <laughs> by Hangman and Adam Page? <laughs> and I bet you everybody in the front would be like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> let's let's make this shit happen." So, yeah, it it would either have to be planned right before, or they're gonna have to put someone out there a plant. So what about John bleeding every match? <laughs> and that's I'm, that can never be planned. Yeah, uh, well, if it's uh, if it's unintentional bleeding, they, you yeah. know they can't. Well, no, but John not, Moxley bleeds every match, whether it's intentional or not. And they're really not supposed to bleed anymore. But yeah, John it does ha- it every night. Every it happens. It's John Moxley, man. I, I I think some wrestlers will get will get. Uh, won't have to get clearance like Moxley. Uh, also, also one spot that they're no longer allowed to do is any seizure spots. Danielson can no longer fake a seizure, which I think is good in, in my opinion because that just scares the hell out of everybody. Kind of, yes. And that they can't they can't do a like a fencing spot to where like like. 
you know, the, the last thing before you faint is like throw your arms in the air. They can't do that anymore. Yeah. That that UFC knockout spot yeah. where your arms go stiff. Yeah. And you just fall straight to the ground. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Me personally, I didn't have a problem with like the seizure spots just because I know if it was an actual seizure, they would know the difference. Yeah. And know that it was planned or not. So me, I didn't have the biggest of problems with it. But I could understand why some people would. So the fact that it's on the list doesn't surprise me. But I, I never had a problem with it. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like WWE used to have the deal where only Kane or Undertaker could do the tombstone. Nobody else could do it, just them two. Yeah. <laughs> or like yeah. Seth was the only one that was supposed to do the buckle bomb because he knew how to do it. Other people didn't. Naya. Except for that time when he, <laughs> except for that time that he paralyzed him. Yeah, because as soon as you said, as soon as you said Seth Rollins and his buckle bomb, I'm like, but then there was that one time. But they still allowed him to do it. Just to yeah, do it. yeah, but they didn't know Sting was going to get injured. Right. Yeah. Some things you just can't control. Right. And is it this is a sport after all. So we just have to keep that shit in mind. And and like even though there is this new list of stuff that has been banned or that has to be approved, accidents are still going to happen. We can't ban everything. Right. Right. Yeah, right. When he went through the table and broke his arm, you can't project that. He yeah. went through the table perfectly. His arm just happened to be. But this is different. That from, time. This is different from WWE, where in WWE they don't even give you the option to ask for permission. They just say, "No, you can't do this spot. You can't do that spot." Unless it's certain people, or unless it was certain people. <laughs> Unless if they truly, 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 truly trust you. Right. Which, right. Which, which I know there are some people on that list. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to move on. Okay. Uh, so, uh, one more thing is that uh, AEW is they're working behind the scenes with Warner Brothers to get an, a new deal which is I, I think maybe where where this comes from that's this new this new you know banning moves and getting permission for moves something that that Warner Brothers Discovery has suggested that they want they want monthly pay-per-views and now if this happens I can see this I can see them taking them to max because we're not we're not in the attitude area anymore. I'm not paying fifty dollars a month for a pay per view anymore. It's like those days are over. Look, man, you wouldn't have to, 
you would only have to pay half of that. Well, yeah, because with the VPN, but I'm just saying. Yeah, because we would be getting together for this shit. Like, mm. I, I, I'm look. I love AEW, but if they're going for monthly, yeah, I can't pay fifty a, month, a month. Yeah, and 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 that I could see them putting it putting them on max. Yeah, like whether, like WWE does with Peacock. Right, whether you you get them with the the max subscription, or maybe if they if you buy them for a lower a lower cost through through the max app. You know, like UFC, they, you know, they have an app, but you still have to pay for their pay-per-views. Yeah. Which is, I think, what, what WWE want, want to try in the future as well. So we'll see where that goes. They they still have yet to announce where All In is going to be broadcast on. If they do... For some reason, end up doing monthly pay per views. I wouldn't mind it being on Max. And if they were to say, it, it, you just have to pay a lower amount. Right. Let's say like, like, like $10 a month. Even 20 Yeah. I would pay 20 a month for yeah. an AEW pay per view, even 30 You know? Uh-huh. That would be or like. My or you can do it like on Prime, like they do. Like you have to pay for some movies on Prime, whereas what I was talking about Prime Video. Yeah. Do it like that, where it's twenty dollars for each pay per view on Prime instead of fifty. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that I wouldn't mind because you're a business, all right. Right. But if you're gonna do it monthly, yeah, I'm gonna need a lower price on that because I can't. I. I. I, I I would feel obligated to because I love AEW. But, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I got distracted by Ezra too <laughs> that I had to look up at the It was close, but, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind paying a monthly 2025 for AEW pay per view. Do it $20 for regular, $25 for HD, because I know they like charging a little bit more for HD. Actually, they don't, they don't do that on DirecTV. Oh, they Direct don't? TV's, no, DirecTV is the same price for standard or HD. Huh. I'm getting screwed then. Well, I was. You were? I was. Not anymore. <laughs> well, I won't say why. We've said it plenty of times. Uh, well, Andrew said, said, you said a word and it made me think of something else. He said Prime. And, ah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah um, We're going to go there. Okay. Yes, we are. All right. The, the FDA is investigating Prime. <laughs> oh, prime yeah. energy drink. Because Not Prime hydration. Not Prime hydration. Prime energy. Because Which is the one I've tried. <laughs> But they're saying that it's being marketed the same way to kids as the hydration is. That supposedly parents don't know the difference. Prime energy comes in a can. Prime hydration comes in a bottle. Yeah. Prime but energy has like twice the caffeine of a monster. <laughs> it's twice the caffeine is a monster. Six times you have to drink six cans of Coke to get as much caffeine as, as one prime energy. 
Right. And mm-hmm. and and you know, they say it's not not to be used for kids, people under eighteen. But come on, if, if kids see kids see Logan Paul drinking it, they're gonna drink it too. I just I just like really good tasting drinks. Yeah. And it tastes good to me. I'm sorry. But that's the hydration though. Yeah. The energy. Yeah. But also also, okay, so I I no longer drink energy drinks. Yeah. But I used to. And and one of my go to's (laughs) one of my go to's was Red Bull. Yeah. I love the taste of Red Bull. And yes, did I move on from regular Red Bull to sugar-free at one point? Yeah. But now I've just given them up altogether. I have the occasional one, like every six months, just because I miss the taste of it. I like the coffee energy drinks, like Java Monster or... I used yeah. to have those a lot, Star- too. The Starbucks double shot. Well, yeah, I used to have those, too. I usually have one of those oh, in the morning. Yeah, I, 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 I used to drink the double shots, too. I usually have one of those when I work in the mornings. Double shots are good. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I know they're finding themselves in a lot of problems over it right now. But they're also they're also trying to defend themselves as much as they can because one of the other things that came out and I don't know if y'all heard about this. Okay. Cool, we're tied up. <laughs> one one. One yeah. one. It's a shatter machine. Oh yes. I don't know if it's called that. <laughs> it's it's a big rig. Yeah, the big rig. Whatever it's called. Yeah. So one of the other things that they (laughs) that Logan and KSI had to defend themselves on a little bit from this is people in Canada were were getting on Logan and KSI's back because they were selling prime in Canada. Yeah, they were like, we don't distribute in Canada. So if you do find it over there, it's a redistributor. Somebody bought them and they're reselling them over there. So, hey, they're they're, (laughs) there. I know that doesn't protect them as much as they think, but at least they can clear their name in Canada. (laughs) <laughs> because they don't sell it over there. And like they said, if you do find it, it's because of a redistributor. So you can't blame them on that. But everything else, yeah, as far as prime energy, you're just either going to have to modify what you're doing with it or give it up altogether, at least for that part of it. Just keep the hydration. Yeah, because I know, like like the body armor, I know they have an energy drink, but they don't. You don't see advertisements for the energy drink. You don't see advertisements for the for the uh, the hydration. hydration. Yeah. Yeah. Me personally, 
I would just stick to hydration. Yeah. But, you know, maybe make it a little less dangerous. <laughs> and you can continue on with energy as well. But not a lot of people are going to trust it after these these last couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately that is that. What's up, Zach? I don't know if you had anything else for the news. Uh, no, that was it. All right. Well, now, now that we've made it through the news, I'm going to go over to Johnny and get his moment for WWE this week. For me this week, there really wasn't, to me, that much in ring-wise that was, I'm not going to say good, but was really worth talking about. I guess the biggest thing was last night they had a, a four-way uh, uh, for the uh, to see who's going to face Austin Theory for the U.S. title. It's like a little one of those little tournaments they're doing where they have a four-way this week and a four-way next week. So this this week it was uh, Santos Escobar, Butch, AJ Styles, and Grayson Waller. It was it was a good match. It had a lot of had a lot of. Uh, action in it saw some saw some cool spots like the uh, sunsets at our bomb uh, and towards the end in the, it looked like Grayson Waller was going to win because uh, uh, AJ was distracted by carrying cross on the on the Tron he was beating up on the, the OC in the back him and Scarlet and uh, and I thought, and it looked like Grayson Waller was going to get the win, but in true Latino world order fashion, Santos <laughs> Escobar went in there and, and, and stole the victory. <laughs> so he's going to move on, and then next week, the the four way is going to be between uh, uh, between Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, Cameron Grimes, and La Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll, uh, no offense to the other guys. I, I'll, I'll be damned if if LA Knight doesn't win that. It's uh, definitely not gonna be Ray. No, because Santos just won this week. Right. Yeah. Uh, it has to be Santos versus LA Knight. Yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna be torn on that one because the LA Knight character is a very good character. Yeah, very entertaining. LA LA Knight has he's organically got himself over. Yeah, the fans love him. Yeah, I mean that last Friday he had a, a dark segment on on SmackDown where he he beat up on Hit Row. And uh, that that clip got more hits on social media, on YouTube and Twitter than anything bloodline related from last week. Yeah, and, and that's huge. Yeah, he wasn't even on the show last week. <laughs> no, in the dark match, and he got more. Clips. He was in the dark segment. Yeah, in the show. Yeah, and then and then everybody who wasn't at the arena who just watched it on TV. One of the main questions that were asked last week is, 
where the hell is LA Knight? Yeah. Normally, when someone misses a week, we don't really question it. But but then there's LA Knight, who he he's so over that people are worried. Yeah, he, he got the, 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 the where's Poochie effect. Yeah. Yeah, people are so worried when he's gone for one week that they start to question, where is LA Knight? <laughs> so, yeah, I was quite surprised that no, I wouldn't say surprised because he, he I, I think he's he's really good and he doesn't get the credit he deserves ever since making the move to the main roster. But I was plenty surprised when Santos won. But I am happy that he won. So, yeah, I can't wait to see him versus LA Knight. And I'm going to be very torn that week, man. If we ever do see the Rock uh, in, in, in the future, I, I, now I just, I just want him to come and, and beat up on Grissom Waller. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, for for a second there, I was full. I thought Grayson was gonna win. Yeah, but then Santos came off the top rope. Yeah, yeah. Santos got that splash. Yeah. The last second. Yeah. So I was happy for Santos, man. I'm glad. I'm glad he got that win. Yeah. And hell yeah, that was that was a good moment there. So. Now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment for <laughs> WWE this week. Well, we're going to go back to talking about the guy we were talking about before. Logan right. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, he got called out by Ricochet. And they went back and forth. And basically, Ricochet pulled the same move on Logan that he pulled on Velveteen Dream back in... Uh, NXT a couple years ago when he did the slip that name anymore. Whatever. <laughs> we, uh, we saying it here, but <laughs> he doesn't matter anymore. The yeah. dream is He's over. Canceled. Oh, dream over. Oh. He's canceled. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and actually, Logan looked impressed. <laughs> and then Logan tried to take a shot at Ricochet, and Ricochet turned it around on him. So, you know, we're going to see those two wrestle us. SummerSlam. Yeah. SummerSlam, yeah. SummerSlam. It'll be... And it'll probably be high-flying, good match all the way around. And good for Ricochet because yeah, pretty much anybody that works with a celebrity these days and show they can work good with a celebrity have been treated well by WWE. Because if you go back to last year's WrestleMania, who worked with a celebrity? was Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. And this year, Sami Zayn highlighted WrestleMania as the main, main event one night. Yeah, so... At a, then at, this year's WrestleMania, Seth Rollins worked with Logan Paul, and he gets rewarded by being World Heavyweight Champ. Yeah. All then, very then good. At Backlash, then at Backlash, Damian Priest worked well with Freddie's favorite, Bad Bunny. <laughs> and, what did he get, and what did he get rewarded with? I will Money shut the this shit down. 
money in the bank. So this could be good good for Ricochet. I hope so. Just he's he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He could, might be one of the best high flyers in WWE. I, I, I know it's early, but I could see them giving Ricochet the, the rumble. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It, it would it would take a little bit more of a build for him to seem a little bit more credible to win the rumble. But if you start if you want to start that off by giving him a win over Logan Paul, I think right now Ricochet needs the win more than Logan. Oh yeah. Logan's oh, yeah. gonna be fine. And that's weird to say. Because we all know what Ricochet can do. It's just the lack of build and confidence that WWE has put into him that you need to rebuild him back up a little bit. So yeah, I would say given getting him a win here over Logan would definitely start to do that. And just keep on riding that wave. And yeah, I would believe I would I would believe him winning the rumble if done right. He's got the muscle because like even though he is a high flyer, he's not necessarily a leaner guy. He's got a good build to him. Yes. So it it, it would seem credible to me. But hell yeah, that was. He's built a lot like Finn Balor. Yeah. I would say he's even built more than Finn. And they're looking at putting Finn as top guy. Why not Ricochet? Yeah. 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 And I I know I said it a long time ago because I am truly a fan of Ricochet. I just need them to do right by him. So getting him a win over Logan here, like I said, would would be the best way to do it. The best way to start it off. <coughs> Hell yeah. That was a good moment too. As far as my moment for WWE this week, I want to give props to Shotzi Blackheart last night <laughs> for having... The fucking courage and balls to, in a video package, shave her head because of what was done to her the week before to where they clipped some of her hair off. And it was more, this was more along the lines of, do you think I'm insane? I'll show you insane. I'll show you insane, motherfuckers. (laughs) That was a good video of her back there doing that. And yeah, it felt it to great. me that it had Seth Rollins trembling in his boots. This was just badass, and I, I, re- I really did like her green hair, I thought it was a really good look for her. I can't wait to see what she fully looks like because. She still has spots on yeah. her. 
Like, she didn't fully shave all of it off, but whenever she shows up next week... Wouldn't it be I crazy if she had, like, little green spots here, here, and here? Three or four of them hanging down? I, I don't think that would be the best look. No, I didn't say it'd be the best look. I said, wouldn't it look... Wouldn't she look crazy by doing that? Yes. It would intimidate the, the locker room, I'm sure. But it I would, would look think, intimidating. I would think it would look a lot better if it was just full blown. You want to go GI Jane on them? Yeah, just full GI Jane to the skull, like <laughs> just all the way gone. <laughs> that reminded me of, of when I said that. My yeah. name, keep your my wife's name out of your damn mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, look, Shotzi coming out there and just being an ultimate badass and doing this on, on air or on a video package was pretty badass. But then there's the other side of it. Right, why she did it. And this why is... Why she did it. Yes. Why she did it is very respectable. And, and I would do this even, even if... I, I do it anyways because I can't grow hair anymore. It's, I know the feeling. Like we've <laughs> said. But her sister is going through chemotherapy right now. She has cancer. And she did it for her sister. A lot of people have done that. And they surprise their family members when they do it. This was something that Shotzi planned to do. And she came to WWE and they just decided to work it into the storyline. Yeah. Cool. I love it. I love the way she went through with this and the way she put it into storyline. It works and I love it. But then there are those who love to talk shit before before they know the full story. I have screenshots and this is someone that I've brought up before. I haven't brought him up a lot, but I think Andrew is going to recognize the name. Uh, if y'all even remember, because it's been a very long time since I've mentioned this name on here. JD from New York. <laughs> JD from New York on Twitter. Whatever his podcast is called, I really don't give a fuck. Because I don't listen to it. Yeah. All I know is this is the guy's name. So, right after... Shotzi shaved her head and they showed that whole bit. He went to Twitter and he said, they had Shotzi shave all her hair off. My God. Guaranteed that's a Vincent Man call. There are just some creative decisions you don't make most of the time. That's one of them. Hmm. Not as offensive. But it gets worse. 
So that's all he said. I can understand because he didn't know the true story yet. Yeah. But but here's the thing though, before I read the rest of these, he claims that he didn't know because he doesn't keep an eye on Twitter 24-7. Which nobody can really do it 24-7. But if that is your main job, if that's what you do, maybe you should pay attention a little bit more and maybe try and clear out, clear up some details before you let us know how you really feel. Because some people went to Twitter and all they really said to him was, well, he she's doing it because of her sister and in love of her sister and in support for her fight against cancer. And then he said, fucking clueless geeks in this thread, in this thread after five minutes. She wanted to do it. Do you know her personally? Shave her head for a story that nobody gives a shit about with no long-term value for a woman WWE never pushed and will never push, especially with a shaved head. They've had quite a bit of women in WWE that rocked the shave head that were involved in some pretty major storylines. Serena Deeb. Thank you. With CM Punk. Yes. Um, God, I'm trying to remember. I can picture her, but I can't remember her name. It's been a good while. But there have been a couple in WWE. Didn't, didn't Oksana, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Oksana did it once. So to say that this won't work in WWE, you don't know that shit. This isn't the same WWE from 10 years ago with Vince in charge running everything. Yeah. So then after that, he said, I've, I've upset some people tonight in the wrestling space because I don't live on Twitter 24-7. Some of you who say I take shit too seriously should look in a should look in a mirror. I don't give a fuck if I upset you. Tune into the live stream after the show is over. I'll give you all the content you want. And then laughing emojis and stuff like that. He here's where I have a problem with it. My thoughts. If you don't like this as a storyline, I understand not everybody is going to love everything. If this doesn't work for you as a storyline, cool. But the fact that he's saying that he didn't know that this is why she was doing it until hours after the show ended, until... At, until it had been hours after what he posted. It's bullshit. Because if it wasn't around, people wouldn't have been telling you that this is why she was doing it. 
I I just the the main reason it gets to me is because sometimes you just have to pay attention and maybe look around before you say some things and even if you said it before before you really knew about why what was the real reason she was doing it maybe offer an apology of some sorts over why over why you're still talking the way you're talking he's still not giving a fuck okay Here's my take on that. All right. The first thing he said, I can understand because he didn't know. Yes. What the storyline is. But anything after that, I think he realized, hey, I can be controversial and get clicks and views. <laughs> and, and and that's why, okay. That's why he's acting like he don't give a shit. I don't know. He can be how- controversial and get clicks and views. I don't know how familiar you guys are with JD. No, I don't. I don't listen. I've never to seen him. him. I've never watched him, I, so I don't know. I just, just a couple of times on here you talk about him. I just see clips, and nine times out of ten, the clips that I see are of him either talking down stuff like this. Blaming everything on Vince, which fair enough, because that's been done a lot. We do that all the time. Yeah, we do that all the time. And and this is more on other people. I really haven't seen much of this. I've seen a little bit of it, but they're saying he's a bit of a racist. That it's Sorry, Andrew. Wide entitlement. Like he's he believes that he's better than everybody else. No. He calls Hispanics stuff that he shouldn't be calling Hispanics. I'm not gonna say it on here. <laughs> he he calls black people like stuff that they shouldn't be called. I'm not going to say those things on here either. But that is just the vibes that he puts off. He claims that he knows everything. He claims that he's very knowledgeable. And he says that even though y'all are telling me this is why she was doing this, y'all are in the wrong. Because if I didn't know about it, then it's not possible that you knew about it. But yet you said, I'm not on Twitter looking for this stuff. So you're contradicting yourself there. Because you say you're in the know, but yet you you didn't fact check or anything. You just kept on talking shit. And then that's where people that's where people are thrown off with them right now. 
because even though even after he got told the information he's still calling it as bullshit and again if that is not for you that she shaved her head cool not everything is for everyone yeah. but apologize for not realizing that some of the stuff you have said is hurtful towards her sister towards her family that that is the main reason people are wanting an apology not over the initial not over the initial comment it's over the shit afterwards the shit after <laughs> and that's what he doesn't understand I, I've just I've I've been on Twitter and I've and I've seen what's been said. And yeah, it, it I believe it's she deserves her family as a whole deserves an apology. To talk so much shit on something when you didn't know why she was doing it and then still not offer up apologies or acknowledge that you were wrong that's why people are looking at you and talking about you the way that you, the way that they are because you are an asshole you are yeah. racist and we don't give a fuck we will tell you just like you don't give a fuck we don't give a fuck and i've been on there talking shit man i've i've been going back and forth and guess what guess who's deleting his tweets yeah, JD. Guess who's been editing his tweets to make it sound like he didn't say it like he did? JD. So either man up and apologize or don't say shit at all. At this point, don't say shit at all. Save, save us the headaches. But yeah. Over a, over a moment that in my eyes is so badass for it to end up with this type of a discussion over some fucking idiot who can't understand that maybe you shouldn't have taken it as far as you did. That's why I brought it up. It just it, it didn't sour the moment for me. I still love the moment. I just I just wish it wouldn't have ended up that way because it ruined an amazing moment. Not oh. only for the character of Shotzi, but for what she was trying to do for her sister. So but still Shotzi's future haircut on TV. What? Shotzi's future haircut is on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, eventually it's going to start growing out like that. <laughs> also, by the way, FTR retained their titles. After an hour and five minute match. <laughs> Fair enough. I knew FTR was going to retain, but we I was in the middle of a little bit of a tangent there. So now we mentioned it. But it's, well, is he going to hear it? Probably not. No. I mean, 
we can clip and shit. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, but he's also I, been blocking people left and right. Uh-huh. So I might be blocked by now. Well, I don't know. I'll I leave that to you. I'll have to check. You'll, you'll have to make a clip and tag him. Yeah. If I'm not blocked, fuck yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> so I'm going to... You know what? I don't even think he can block me because I don't follow him. <laughs> so, fuck it. I might still be able to do it. Yeah, because you can see, you can still tag people you don't follow. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Props to Shotzi. I admire what you did. And I can't wait to see how much more of a badass you look like with your new fucking G.I. Jane haircut. Because <laughs> guess what? We all rock that shit around here. <laughs> so now that we've made it through our moments of WWE, I'm gonna go over to and over to Johnny and get his moment for AEW, and I'll be right back. Uh, well, of course, like always, there was just so many, so many moments this week that we could talk about. So I'm gonna bring up. Bring up a moment because I feel like one of you is going to bring up the other the other uh, main thing that happened this week, and that's the main event segment on Dynamite, which wasn't the match. The, actually, uh, Nick Wayne and Swerve got the, got the main event match on Dynamite, uh, but the main event segment was finding out who the fifth member was going to be for Blood and Guts for each side for the the Blackpool Combat Club and, and the Elite. So it starts out with Don Callis coming out with his new uh, brown noise entrance music. <laughs> I mean, basically, that's all it is. Uh, so if y'all remember that old episode of South Park with the, the brown noise? If, if you shit yourself when when, uh, when Don Callis came out, it's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so yeah, Don Callis comes out, and and once he's before he can even say anything, Kenny Omega comes out, and it was almost like a like a trap was set because Kenny came in the ring, and all of a sudden he was just just jumped by by the BCC. When, Moxley and Claudio Wheeler Yuta and, and Takeshita all came and started jumping on it and all of a sudden we get the fifth member for PCC comes out and it's Pat which honestly that wasn't uh, someone that I saw coming because they had been teasing Jericho the last couple of weeks and then even that night Jericho still wasn't sure whether he was going to join or not uh, I mean uh uh, Jake Hager even gave Jericho his hat, and I know I know <laughs> love that hat. Uh, love that hat. <laughs> so Pat came out, and then he joined in the beatdown. They were going to pilmanize him, but before he could, before they could, they they asked Kenny, "Is do you have anything else to say?" And he he talks in the mic. He said, "Yeah, look at the screen." And then the screen, there's a video package says. He's coming, blood and guts, and it's Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi is going to be the fifth member for 
the elite, which now makes him the golden elite because uh, Kenny Omega and, and Ibushi had a tag team in New Japan called the, they called themselves the Golden Lovers. So yeah, that's going to be your five-on-five match for Blood and Guts this Wednesday night, and I can't wait. It's going to be going to be a good match. What what did you think of it being packed? I'm fine with it. I mean, I was surprised by it, but but it does make sense because a pack was involved in that the series of trio matches for the for the titles of the elite and then death triangle and they did they did you know almost blind him which caused him to miss miss action for a few months so i could see i could see why he wants to get his revenge and i honestly think pack is suited for the bcc yes yeah yeah Pack is definitely suited for PCC. And there's the history there. Again, you know, over unfortunate injuries, but that caused him to have to be away for a little bit. Yeah. But I say a little bit, but it was a good while. So, yeah, I, I understand. I understand Pat being there. And the the reuniting golden lovers, come on, for the golden elite, bro. Yeah, it was gonna happen sooner or later, and that was the rumor going into this. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were speculating. So, and he's not it. he he hasn't officially been signed with AEW yet. I have a feeling though after this match. I think we will see that all elite graphic. Maybe, maybe we will. Yeah. Maybe we won't because he's had some really bad, some really bad times with trying to keep a legit contract lately. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he left New Japan because he was having issues with behind the scenes. Yeah. So one of the things I heard wow. is he's not really wanting to sign. He's just wanting to float and work. And that, that's fine. He can do that too. Yeah. I mean, as long as you get paid, that's what's <laughs> up. And hell yeah, fucking Willow Hello. getting the win. Willow, Willow has won the, the women's Owen Hart tournament. Dude, I love Willow. Yes. So I, I wasn't too sure of her whenever she was coming in, but she grew on me. So, yeah. hell yeah. I fucking love this shit. But yeah, man. Blood and guts coming up. And it <laughs> Look at Tony. Look at Tony. <laughs> What in the hell, bro? That that is a choice. Well, yeah. Oh, they are in Calgary, aren't they? Yes. That's why. It's a Calgary stampede. Yeah. 
That's funny. That's funny. I love it though. That shit is funny. But yeah, man. Did he get that from Jr.? <laughs> nah, it does. It doesn't look like that would be the one that. That's the one that Jr. would wear. <laughs> but hell yeah, props to Willow for winning for winning the Owen Hart <coughs> Women's yeah. Tournament. But yeah, dude, I can't wait for Blood and Guts. It, it's going to be violent as all hell. <laughs> and I can't wait to see that shit. Just like I can't wait to see Ricky Starks versus CM Punk, which is going to happen soon. <laughs> but before we before we talk about that here in a bit, if we don't end before it, that is, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over to Drew and get his moment for AEW this week. Well, John mentioned it, but come on, debut uh, Nick Wayne. <laughs> Even though oh, yeah. he didn't get the win, the kid's impressive, very impressive, and he worked with one of the best workers in the. Yeah. In the company. That's where yeah. he's quick, tough. And he held his own with him. He proved he sh- needs to be here. Which is well, why AEW signed him two years ago. Yeah, that was, was done by des- that was done by design because both Darby and Swerve have worked with, with uh, Wayne Nick Wayne over the years. Yeah. yeah. And it also helped with the robbery between Darby and Swerve. Yeah. So yeah, I like I like the kid. I think he's he can go far. Yeah. I mean, hey, he already I mean, he lost the Defy title to to Kenta. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I I said this whenever the match was about to start because I know Kevin watches AEW, so I was talking to him about it. And I, I would say it was maybe about 10 to 15 minutes before that match was even going to start. I messaged Zach, and I told him, ah, you might want to put on AEW. And I was like, there's this kid, Nick Wayne, Got signed one and a half to two years ago. Was told he couldn't come into the company, though, until he turned 18. Just turned 18, and he's about to have his first match against Swerve. Right. His birthday was Monday. He had yeah. his first match on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> AEW did not want I'll to wait. <laughs> and, and I don't blame them. This is just the start. Yeah, he did enough to where those who hadn't seen him, he got their attention. But he also left a lot to be seen as well. Yes, and and I just can't wait, man. You know what? I wouldn't have been mad if BCC would have came out. And would have been like, you know what? Blood and guts, we got Nick Wayne. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that shit. I, I mean, yeah, because 
previously up until now he's uh, I've, I've seen him in wrestle matches in gcw and yeah. you know gcw is like the modern day ecw you know everything anything goes okay this is this is the best way i can describe gcw they look they looked at what aew just did this week band moves and everything and said hold our collective beers watch us yeah gcw is no fucking joke (laughs) we've been there yeah we've seen this shit live it is no joke man yeah we've seen them using light tubes and and not not just tables but doors 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 yes they don't budge they get they get they get a, a full pane of glass and they put chairs on each corner of the glass and drive each other through the glass yeah <laughs> yeah so the uh, moral of the story is keep your eyes on Nick Wayne because yeah yeah, he's gonna be a star. Nothing yet. Yes. yes. People have been saying he's wrestling. Yeah, I agree. You know I, what? I would put him in a tag team with Hook. Yeah, those two right there are the future of this sport. Yes, and. I, I, I know I've said this to Johnny, and I'm pretty sure Andrew was around whenever I said it. He is like Will Ospreay. Hmm. What Will Ospreay used to be. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then some. So I can't wait. Yeah. You're kind of like a young Will Ospreay. I see that. Yeah. He is a young Will Ospreay. So. I can't wait to see what he does in the future. It's it's all there. I'm also sorry for these kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't know they don't know what's coming, man. So for my moment in AEW. Look here, man. Just when you think that you can't love Adam Cole and MJF even more. (laughs) MJF claimed that he was sick. (laughs) That he wasn't going to be able to make it through this match just because it was Big Bill and Brian Cage. And fair enough, because they are brick houses. So I get it. I get why MJF would try and pull this stunt. But in the end, bro, it's you and Adam Cole versus the world. And they fucking got this shit down. They might have struggled, but they they got the win. MJF got the body slam on Big Bill. Yeah. MJF got the body slam. For a simple body slam. Yeah. 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 The simplest of moves getting a good fucking pop. And and what I like the what I like the most is the tactics that are being used because 
Adam Cole being complete babyface before this and him not wanting to ch- cheat to win or use dirty tactics. Yeah. But using eye pokes, mm-hmm. starting to use eye pokes and shit like that. <clears throat> yeah, you can see the influence that MJF is having on Adam Cole in this story. And likewise, because of the video package we got as well. Yes, I was going to bring that up. We can't talk about the MJF and Adam Cole without talking about the the, the video (laughs) package. So they're at a bar, and they're having drinks. They're They're doing what anybody does at a bar. We get drinks. And before I move on, holy shit, Zach, thank you for the five gifted subs, bro. You, yeah. are, you are fucking awesome. Thanks Appreciate for that. that. Thank you. And if you got a subscription, uh, please thank Zach in the chat. Yeah. We appreciate you, bro. But, yeah. Uh, MJF laying eyes on four beautiful ladies <laughs> and, and telling Adam Cole, Hey, two for you, two for me. And Adam's like, hey, man, look, I love Brit. So this is all you, bro. And that's when that's when MJF is like, ladies, would you like to follow me to El Baño? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, cut to a little bit later. And here comes MJF zipping up his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah just like Zach said god damn I need to be MJF's friend yeah, yeah and then uh, and, and then uh, Adam Cole telling MJF well, I'll wear the shirt of you do what, what I want to do next and he, yeah. and he whispers in his ears like oh, no I don't want to do that and then, and then he cuts the next scene they're playing AEW fight forever Which, and that one little spot probably so Ten thousand games. <laughs> yeah, and and like uh, uh, MJF starting to have fun playing the game. He's like he's like uh, like uh, I, I, I never knew playing video games would be this much fun. Adam Cole was like, uh, like have you you never played multiplayer before? MJF was like he started to like mumble. He's like, well, well you need friends for that. And Adam Cole paused the game. And he's like, like MJF's like tugging at people's heartstrings, like because he never had friends. And so Adam Cole tells MJF, to be honest with you, I was gonna turn on you when when we first started this team. And MJF's like, I was gonna do the same thing. <laughs> and they start laughing, and then and then Adam tells MJF that that he's cool, and MJF says same thing, same thing. So it. This friendship is starting to mean a lot to MJF. It's, it's starting to mean a lot to both of them. Yes. Uh-huh. And then and then there's the added thing of Brit blowing up Adam Cole's phone yeah. after seeing some of this stuff. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, Brit has nothing to worry about. I'm I'm loving I'm and Roddy very getting, much loving this. And Roddy getting suspicious. Yeah. 
Roddy's gonna Roddy. He's he's gonna he's gonna try and have. Actually, I think I think Roddy's getting starting to get jealous. Yeah. Either either that or he just knows how much of a weasel MJF is deep down, and is just trying to look out for Adam. But I love the way they're playing this story. It's my favorite thing going on in AEW right now. Yes. And it, it's not quite there yet, but depending on how this next week it, it goes. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. It's almost bloodline levels. Yes. To me, this could be, if not rivalry, and maybe even better than the bloodline stuff. No, it ain't better than the bloodline <laughs> stuff. I'm sorry. Well, Roman wasn't on TV this week, so. But the yeah. bloodline stuff stuff has been developing for what three years now, so no, it needs a long way to go to rival the bloodline. It's a but good it's, start. But it's been a very good three weeks. Right, but it's not three years <laughs> worth of. Future storyline, future booking, everything. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's been fucking solid as hell. Yeah, and I I love it. I love it. And just like with the bloodline, where we like, okay, we can't wait to see what happens on Friday with the bloodline. That's the same thing. I can't wait for Wednesday to so see we, what else happens. So we saw FTR win their match tonight. So the winner of the the match between uh, MJF, Adam Cole, and uh, and Big Bill and uh, no, oh, no. Wait, sorry, Sammy Daniel, and Dan, sorry, I forgot. Sam, Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. The winner of those of that match is going to face FTR two weeks from tonight on the twenty ninth on on Collision. So it, it's going to be. I, I, I mean, I, and I can already. You can already tell that Adam Cole and MJF are going to win that match on, on Dynamite. I don't know. I still don't. Know. I, I think they're going to wait for the turn for the to they get they get to the tag match, the tag title match with FTR. But the question is, who's going to turn on who first? Oh, you know MJF's going to turn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he, he has will. to. He has to. And that'll set up, and that'll set up the, the match. I, I have a feeling they'll have the title match at Wembley. For all in. It won't be all out? I think that's going to be safe for, for MJF and Punk. Sounds, sounds like they could pull that off, but... It's going to be a hell of a couple of weeks still. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just happy with how this story is going. And if it, if it does end soon, like Johnny says, I just, I, I, it's, it's a great story they told in such little time. So hell yeah. I fucking love that shit. So yeah, lots of great moments there from... AEW, lots of hilarious moments from MJF and Adam Cole. And lots of serious moments in WWE as well. Unfortunately, the one we had to discuss 
but that's only one asshole's opinion. So we won't let it get to get to us as much as it did. So yeah. CM Punk and Ricky Starks is happening right now. Uh, doesn't look like we're going to get to finish this match while we're on the air. So <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and do this so we can focus on the match. <laughs> it is time to stump the brain. <clears throat> okay. In the last 10 years, and we're not counting 2016 because the title was defended in that rumble. Hmm. Only three people, three men who have won the rumble have won their mania match. Can you name them? Hmm. Okay, well, let me go back and think. Yeah, three out of ten, that's that's kind of not good odds to win the rumble. And not no. win the match. But three out of nine, actually. Yeah, three thinking. out of nine. Yeah. Yeah, because I can I, I, I can break this down. I can say it wasn't twenty fourteen because that was because Daniel Bryan wasn't in the room. And of course twenty sixteen that was the true when Triple H had the title going into Mania and he he won he won the Well that was the rumble that uh the title was defended. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. I'm... Yeah, Roman defended, but but Triple H won it, and then Roman won it back at WrestleMania that year, but that didn't count, like you said. <laughs> Oh, I can tell you this year it wasn't Cody. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, it wasn't Cody. Sorry, Cody. (laughs) Okay. Well, in 2020, we had Drew McIntyre. That was one. That was one. Twenty nineteen, Seth Rollins. He won. Yes. <coughs> One more. It wasn't Brock. Because he lost, he he lost his match last year. He wasn't Shinsuke in 2018. He lost.
Okay. John Cena. No. 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 He won the Rumble in 2013. Right. That wasn't the last 10 Rumbles. That was the 11th Rumble ago. <laughs> the one you're missing is 2017. Randy Orton? Randy Orton won. Oh. You know what? I, I don't know why I was thinking going back to 2010. I don't know why. Okay. John Cena fucked you over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there because I can. Yeah, it was Drew, Seth, and Randy. Yeah. In 17, 19, and 20. 17, 19, 20. So yeah. Only three people in yeah. the last 10 years. Man, that's one of the really odd stats. <laughs> yeah, that is quite yeah. the odd stat. But, hey, he talked it out for two-thirds of it. <laughs> and he, he did it better than I would have done if I didn't look it up. <laughs> yeah. But then. Under, See, under, I, I already knew, like, all the, I, I, I know all the Rumble winners. So, yeah. But then, unfortunately, yeah, like like he does from time to time because of Andrew, John Cena rears his fucking ugly, ugly head, head <laughs> and just has to ruin it. <laughs> uh, if if uh, I'm I'm probably still gonna be the only one uh, mad. At John Cena, but that's fine. Uh, one one quick thing that I just saw, and this was posted an hour ago. Did y'all notice anybody in the front row of Collision yet? No. I'm trying to see if <laughs> he's not on cam side, because I can see he's he's front row in this picture. David Benoit is there. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Someone, hey, someone has a picture because I have it right here. And if I had a little bit more time, I would email him and put it on here. But I'll put it on our Facebook pages. I, I know David Benoit is, is a trained wrestler. Yes, he is. And he has said many times that he is not opposed to coming out to his dad's music. So, hmm. just saying, Tony, if you're ballsy enough, let's get the ball rolling on this shit. Get on the phone to Our Lady Peace. There you go. <laughs> just a little something fun to end on. So, like always... If you have any questions or comments, WrestleLost at gmail.com, WrestleLost on Facebook, and don't forget to give us a follow here on Twitch and over on our YouTube page. And once again, Zach, we appreciate you being here, and thanks for the subs again, bro. Appreciate so, it. Thank you. So yep. hopefully everybody enjoys the rest of this collision CM Punk match. And Battle of Belts. And Battle yes. coming up directly afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it's still a long night. But also, again, this is a reminder: if you want to see night two of the G1 for free, at 1 a.m. Eastern, 
njpwworld.com. Yeah. So like always, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend and see y'all next week. See you next week.